Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo. You know, I was thinking a lot about the last time that we did a list episode, and we made it like halfway through the list and then abruptly stopped. I think we should continue it. Yeah, yeah. And maybe this time we won't stop abruptly and just start plugging. I definitely think that would be a good idea, because we need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan Pepin. How's it going, Pepin? Yo, yo, I'm here. I'm... Uh, yo, Steve. What's up? Not too much. Glad you could make it. I got this list still going here. We're definitely recording on a different day, not the same day, just ten minutes later. And I think we should continue this list. Yeah, definitely not ten minutes later. That wouldn't make any sense. So, so Nathan... What set of items could you buy that would make the cashier the most uncomfortable? Probably like a like a body bag and a, a machete. Ooh, that'd be pretty uncomfortable. I don't think they sell body bags, but you know, any, anything that kind of implies murder, uh, like like this combination, like that. Ah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, like like um, the stain remover, stain remover, and. Uh, trash bags and acetone. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Oh, I mean, it, it's because what makes people uncomfortable is when they have some sort of like ethical duty or some sort of duty or something they have to say. Like if you see someone like a stand in their pants, like you feel like you have to say something, or you may, maybe you laugh at them, but a lot of times you feel like you have to say something. If you feel like someone's gonna commit a murder, it's like, oh, God, I gotta how, report this now. How about um? Condoms, a teething ring, and a child-sized life vest. And lube. You're like, what? <laughs> what is going on at their house? I don't know, because cause that one, you could create a story where, like, okay, he's got the condoms and the lube for his wife, and he's got a child that he is... Uh, um servicing how about uh how about lube um condoms and uh, an i fuck kids t-shirt um that that would be pretty uncomfortable but i I think it'd be very uncomfortable to work at the store where they sell i fucked kids (laughs) t-shirts touche hot topics really gone downhill in the last few years (laughs) uh what if you what if you buy what if you bought like uh, a dozen roses, and then you, after you paid for them, you gave them to the cashier, and you're like, "The I bought, I bought these, I bought these for you." I mean, I guess it depends on whether the cashier is interested in you or not. It's like I've met a lot of girls who have the attitude of a guy hitting on them. If they're attractive, is like, oh my god, that that's so awesome! Like, you know, they, they like it. But if it's a guy they don't find attractive, it's like, oh, he's such a creep. It's like, you know, he's not actually acting creepy. You just don't want to be hit on by him. Oh, 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 oh! That that reminds me of an idea I had. So I think we should do an experiment where we get 
like a set of, a set of girls, like 10 girls, and we set them all up, maybe maybe 100 girls, I don't know, a, a bunch of girls, and we set them all up with uh, like Tinder or something like that, dating profiles, but they have to be guys with different pictures, and they all have the same generic description, but they all have different pictures ranging from like hideous guy to like really hot guy. And then we we challenge them to pick up women with these guys as these men. And we see how they do. I, I think they would do pretty well at it, to be honest. I just think it'd be really fascinating for the girls who have, like, really, really ugly guys. Their challenge, like, we rate the guys, <laughs> we rate the guys one through ten. One through five have to try and pick up girls and six through ten have to try and get girls to think that they're creeps. I feel like it would be equally hard. Well, probably not equally hard, but it would be difficult for a ten to get girls to think that he's a creep, and it would be difficult for a one to get girls to want to go out with them. Yeah. And you have to go after like really hot girls. You can't go after like Bertha. Ooh, Bertha. Callback to the last episode. Yeah, Bertha's not very attractive. Unless she's wearing the glitter hosen. That's true. That's true. Anyway, so that's so that's my idea. I don't know if that um, would be matches this question at all, but I think that would be a really interesting experiment. Hmm. I I think that would be pretty successful for whatever reason. Like, uh, not most, not all girls, but girls who are have done online dating before. Like, it, it's like I, I don't know. I've I've done Tinder. And it's like all the girls that have been very good with online dating or texting and you know social media. It's like they they just want to take over and start farting and they start getting all these messages and trying to set up these dates and stuff. Oh, this has happened in the past. They just, just took my phone and just started doing stuff on it. And they're very very suave and very fly. Yeah, but you're not a one, so it's it's a lot easier for them to like take somebody who's who's attractive and make them seem. Like, be suave with them versus somebody who's not. I guess that's right. So, I guess it's the challenge. I mean... I think a lot of girls would be really excited about the challenge. Like, the opportunity to try and do this. I, I guess there's, like, a, an aspect where it's not real or the the consequences aren't, aren't, aren't actually there. So, you'd be more willing to try, like, or treat it like a game, like a, like a video game. And you'd be more willing to try various techniques. So, and... Here's here's another thing. So the the girls who have the guys who are one through five, they have to try and get dates with girls who are as high number as possible. So if they get a date with a girl who's a ten, they get ten points, et cetera, et cetera. So like they're shooting for high people, or maybe they're only shooting for fives because they know they can get a whole bunch of fives. And it would have an inverse relationship for the girls trying to re- reject people. So if the girl who has a 10 is trying to re- get rejections, she gets rejection from a 1, that's worth 10 points. So there's a scoring system involved in this experiment. That's not subjective at all, I promise. <laughs> what do they get for a high score? Like The satisfaction of being the victor. Would there be ethical implications to the study where it's essentially condoning cat catfishing? Um, no. It's how is it condoning catfishing? No, no, no. It's just it's a uh, the 
utilizing catfishing? No, no, no. It's not condoning anything. It's just showing that I think... So the hypothesis would be that the hotter the man, the harder it is to um, get get rejected and vice versa. And if it's not a man who's actually doing the coercing or trying to you're, you're taking the man out of the equation other than the physical nature of the man I mean, hmm. what if what if you bought the cashier roses and gave them to her but you also bought condoms and tootsie roll pops hmm. uh, okay if you if you give her roses and you bought condoms that'd be kind of awkward <laughs> you also buy condoms like uh extra small condoms with long-lasting numbing agents in them. Yeah, well, because the problem with that is if you're hitting on somebody and you have something which is related to sex, you know, with someone else or with somebody in general, let's, let's say con- yeah, condoms, but you're hitting on them and you're implying you want sex with them or, you know, want something with them, romantic or sexual, it, it kind of sends a mixed message. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm hitting on you right now, but I'm either going to fuck either, either for you or some other person. <laughs> Well, it's just, it's a suggestion. <laughs> what if, what if you buy roses, give them to the cashier, and you also buy a cinder block? I think they might understand that. I think that would be very, you know, I think the implication would be understood. It's hard to know if they'd follow up with it, though. It's like that time that girl at the grocery store asked if you wanted to go buy some hot coffee. It's really good, she said. It is really good, I'm sure. It's another opportunity that I miss because it's like after the fact, my mom's like, I think that girl was flirting with you. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's like, oh, oh you didn't find her cute? No, I did. Shit. <laughs> Fucking should have said something. Hey, hey Nathan. What? What's the funniest joke yeah. you know by heart? Okay, so... This is one I came up with. Oh, God. I may, I may have told you before, but, uh, you, you know, you still might, still might find it funny again. So, in Japan, it's, it's not, I don't really have the joke set up, unfortunately. It's just, this is just everything. But uh, in Japan, they, like, sell panties out of, like, uh, vending machines, which is weird. But what's also weird is, apparently, there's a trend over there where they want to show off camel toe. Like 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 the, like the girls. I mean, maybe guys as well. I mean, if they can do that, but g- girls like to show that they have camel toe. So they buy these like padded underwear that kind of have like you know the little ridges in them, and it, it kind of like makes like a like a pseudo camel toe. When I've talked about this with my uh, female friends, they're like, uh, "Why would anybody want that? Like, you know, I, I want to hide my camel toe. I don't want to like actually show it." And I definitely agree with that, and you know we discussed it a little bit, and they told me that they would rather provide, they'd rather have like you know padded underwear in those circumstances where camel toe was highly potentially, where camel toe was a you know big potential, and you know not hard, not long about that, and you know I think that would be called what. Camel toe flush. <laughs> Camel toe flush. Hmm. <laughs> so it's hiding the camel toe. 
Yes, yes. That's that's the funniest joke you know by heart. It's when I made. When I made. It doesn't it doesn't sound like you know it from it sounds like it came from your heart, but I don't think it sounded like you knew it by heart. It sounded like you were making it up as you went. Nope, nope, that's based on a true story. I had a conversation. And that and I came up with that on the spot. This is a real story too. Girls in Japan. Uh, I mean, not all of them, but uh, you know, pr- probably most of them. Let's hope they they like showing off camel toe, and so much so that they get it embroidered into their panties. Ooh, embroidered! Like just the word camel toe, or <laughs> what if they made panties that looked like a camel's foot? I, I guess that I guess that'd be kind of meta. They'd always be sold out of the vending machines. But uh, I never really understood the term cream pie. It kind of confused me, and then one day, uh, you know, I was, I, was, I was doing some studies online, and I came across this video of an uh, uh, African-American, black, whatever the PC term is, uh, girl um, having some fornication, and uh, she was inseminated, and then it's like, you know, the, the uh, insemination started to leak out from her um, vaginal area. And it kind of looked like a, like a cream pie. I'm like, huh? That's a, that's a connection made right there. <laughs> Wait, what? What part confused you in the first place that you didn't get it? Uh, well, I, I didn't I didn't think it looked like like I didn't see the relationship between like a whoopie pie or like a cream pie and like the the, the you know, a cream pie. I thought it was just like I guess it's creamy and I don't know maybe. People find it delicious or something. I, I don't really know why they call it cream pies. And it, it, like the visual connection didn't make sense. So, 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 so it's like one day it kind of just looked like like a like a whoopie pie. I'm like, oh, okay, that that's where it gets the name. Okay, maybe people find it delicious. <laughs> that, that part just killed me. Oh boy. You used to tell a lot of uh, anti-jokes. Uh, I can't remember any of them. Um, yeah, those, those are kind of offensive, though. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, uh, what's worse than breaking your arm? Uh, I don't know what. The Holocaust. <laughs> that's that's true. It, it is worse. It's like, you know, I, the way to do anti-jokes properly is you build up to them. So you, you start off light. You know, with things that are, you know, reasonably worse. Like, uh, oh, what's, what's worse than, like, uh, you know, stubbing your toe? Uh, breaking your arm. It's like, yeah, that, that is worse. Okay. And, and then, you you know, increase it from there. What, what, what's worse than, uh, you know, not getting paid? Losing your job. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, that's, that's true. You start getting to, like, varying levels of like insignificance with significance you know like okay these things are not on the same scale at all <laughs> so, so you have to build up to that point because it, it just starts getting more and more ridiculous and you have to always subvert their expectation by getting you know just like 10 times more ridiculous each time <laughs> there's a lot there's a logic to it now unless you have any funny jokes do you have another question what's the grossest thing ever uh putting on a popsicle stick Pudding? Oh, like P-U-D-D-I-N-G. <laughs> Not like wearing one. 
Um, <laughs> That's a weird image. Oh, okay, what? <laughs> a bag full of dead babies. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. Okay. What's grosser than that? <laughs> yeah. So I, I referenced this last last podcast, but uh, or last question podcast. There's a guy who uh, stole his mother's coconut and decided to use it as a flashlight, and uh, he came into it repeatedly over about two months, and didn't empty out the semen or anything. And eventually, there's maggots in it, and then he fucked it one time, and there's maggots crawling on his dick. That's really disgusting, but the wrong answer. <laughs> A bag full of dead babies. The, I mean, that's just a that's just a Planned Parenthood. Well, Come on. Did you see what's that? grosser than that is one at the bottom still wiggling. <sighs> that thing. That thing's more disturbing than gross. How many dead babies does it take to change a light bulb? Are we are we really going with dead baby jokes now? Yeah. Um. Baby babies can't change light bulbs. They're too stupid. Must be more than nine because my basement's still dark. You don't like the dead baby jokes. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately um, about um, kid sex. We're, we're not <laughs> And, you know, pedophiles are fucking immature assholes. Yeah. That's, that's a joke, Nathan. Did you get it, or are we gonna? I do not are you know gonna... how to react to these Did jokes you... <laughs> on a public forum about pedophiles? Wait, what? I didn't say I'm a pedophile. <laughs> no, no, no. About pedophiles, not, not, no. Wait, no. we're gonna put this on a pedophile forum? <sighs> My face is cringing so hard. <laughs> What's th- What's the best type of cheese? Uh, ricotta. Oh, ricotta. No, actually mozzarella. 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 You like pizza more than you like lasagna? Is that what you're saying? Um, pizza is a lot of times it's three cheese, but uh, mozzarella pizza is pretty good. Yeah, I like pizza a lot. Yeah, I eat a lot of pizza. Well, I mean, the the key cheese in a in a pizza is mozzarella. That's true. That's true. Uh, I think cheddar is the right answer because it can go with anything. Well, not well, not with a pizza. I mean, it's incorporated into uh, yeah, you know, pizza sometimes. But uh, cheddar is pretty good. I I have a whole thing of cheddar in my fridge right now. Munster's a good option as well. I've never really tried Munster. Though sometimes what I do with mozzarella is like I buy one of those like little balls of mozzarella at the store, and I just like eat it over a course of a day. Yeah, I do that with giant meat sticks. By that I mean pepperoni. <laughs> I I used to do it when I was a kid. Yeah, it's delicious. And and I learned that pepperoni is like a type of sausage, apparently, which make makes sense. I mean, maybe it's not technically a sausage, but it's you know same same family. And I'm like, oh, I eat sausage. That that's gross. And then I started liking sausage. So there's that. What are some fun and interesting alternatives to war? That countries could settle their differences with. <laughs> I just like the idea of a fun alternative to war. A fun alternative to war? <laughs> mm-hmm. What about if they played war with trading with like cards? Uh, that that that'd be interesting. I mean, not not very. I, I don't know. Not very skill based though. Arm wrestling. Oh, 
Yeah, there'd be a lot of broken arms. I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that's true. Let's see. One one idea might be, I mean, maybe this isn't fun, but solving problems which have verifiable answers to them, like like complex scientific or mathematical problems. And you, you could say that countries do that to some degree already. Like you could say the Cold War was about that. But imagine that the, the you know there's stakes to it. So let's say there's some problem like cancer, or some problem like uh, some mathematical problem, some you know computer science problem that needs to be solved. If you had some sort of agreement with a country saying that the first to find the answer to this, and the answer being verified by you know each party and the third party representative, we will give up one of our counties or we will hand over this amount of money or this, these resources. So that would, I mean, I, I think it'd be fun in a uh, kind of a, you know, there's no real losers if they win kind of way. That, that's my idea. Oh, so what if you broke up the entire world into like, like 500 regions and each country um, held X amount of regions and then it went around in a in a list from region one to region five hundred straight down, and each region was up for um, up for grabs. So nobody owns it during the time period that uh, that the question is out there. And then whenever they solve it, whoever solves it gets that territory, and then you move on to the next one. And then region two is up, no matter who owns it, and you just keep going. Mm, I don't know if that'd be quite. I don't say realistic, but I think people have a sense of pride or nationalism a lot of times, or a, a maybe the word would be identity, identity with the country that they belong to. It's it's like a the, the trend with like Americans, for instance, is to kind of disavow their country a bit or to not really identify as being say American, which you know I think is. I don't want to say understandable, but you know, I'm not. I'm not making any judgments because I don't really care about that. But I still think that if most, I think that if all of a sudden, like, uh, I don't know, let's say India or some other country, all of a sudden, like, uh, we're our leaders, we'd be like, what the fuck? We're not. We're not. We're not. Uh, we're not Indians, or we're not uh, Japanese, or we're not this. We're we're Americans. I, I think all of a sudden that the kind of uh, identity or civic nationalism would kind of research maybe it I, I, I don't think we'd all start and start saying oh yeah we're we're definitely uh korean or i don't know why i'm thinking of all east asian countries yeah. but i'll say let's say russian yeah this week i'm south south african what's the best wi-fi name you've seen the, the one the one that i use uh which i think is pretty clever i got this from my former roommate is uh my my wi-fi password is capital l o a d i n g dot 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 loading essentially and it, it, it's you know anyone who thinks for half a second realizes it's like a a, a wife you know a wi-fi network called loading dot 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 but when you're just kind of looking for wi-fi networks you kind of instinctively think like like the like the wi-fi network name is actually loading and you don't click on it you don't try to get access to it <laughs> oh that's a good one I don't know how my roommate or my previous roommate thought of that because that, that is pretty clever. Very clever. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? About, um, 
20,000. 20,000? Yeah. I mean, I assume the elephant's like... Are you trying to drown it? Yeah, essentially. I mean, drown it and crush it. I think you need to do both with elephants because elephants never forget. Oh. I think uh, one highly trained chicken, trained in in uh, the Green Berets, would would be able to do it. I think that might be true. Uh, one highly trained Green Beret chicken. That would probably work. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Um, Yeah. Are you sure? Like, what makes it a sandwich? Just that it's meat between bread? What makes it a sandwich? Yeah, meat between bread or some kind of, um, some sort of item between bread. Now, people might say, well, you know, like, what's what's, what's the, uh, I forget what the whole debate is, but what's the classification for a hot dog exactly? I mean, the alternative one? (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Hotdog.org. That's very serious ideas on this. National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Limiting the hot dog significance by saying it's, quote, just a sandwich is like calling the Dalai Lama, quote, just a guy. It sounds, kind of sounds like a parody site, but also sounds like it might be funded by the hot dog industry. Oh, my God. That is ridiculous. But, but perhaps at one time its importance could be limited by forcing it into a larger sandwich category. No disrespect to Rubens. <laughs> They're worried about disrespecting the Ruben. <laughs> is the idea that a hot dog, like a you know the standard one, is just a, a, more of a sub? <laughs> is that is that the idea? Because subs well, are also sandwiches. I mean, it's like a, a sub is a type of sandwich. This has to be. <laughs> It's a dot org, Nathan. A dozen reasons why the term hot dog and sandwich are not interchangeable. If you are watching a great athlete showing off during a game, you don't call him a sandwich. I mean, that, that's true. That's true. What was your take on the hot dog thing? <laughs> um, I really could not care less. I, I do. I, I mean, it's a sandwich, right? It's it's meat between bread, like. What's the definition of a sandwich? Uh, Let's see what Google says. I, I think it's just things like some sort of item contained between uh, bread. I mean, that, that's, I think it's the basic definition. Though I, I think the any I, no, I, I take that back because I think the more general idea would be some some food item which is contained between two identical or one single flat piece of a item. That's a little, 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 like, too vague. I, I I can improve upon that definition, but it's like bread is usually a thing, but I've seen, like, uh, I think McDonald's had this for a little bit, maybe, where they use, like, two, like, chicken patties and put, like, a, a whole bunch of stuff between it. So it was, like, a like a, like a sandwich made from, like, you know, like, chicken stuff, and the chickens mm-hmm. was, was the bread. And we still consider that to be mm-hmm. sandwiches, and you can do that with other stuff too. Like you use like some item, some other food item as the bread, when it's not bread at all. And but doesn't it kind of transcend a sandwich, in that it's its own thing? Well, it's like the the measurement for a sandwich is like, wait, we we kind of think of sandwich as like a, a general concept as some filling item in between two or two pieces usually so like like i got sandwiched in between something so it's like uh 
just two items and then something in between. And technically that item or the thing that's kind of sandwiching the thing, it could be one thing, like a flatbread maybe. But in general, it's two things. But it, it can be generalized to just, just one thing or something containing something on different ends. But it, it's a very metaphorical term, so I, I think it has more general application in that sense. Like, is, is cereal soup? Um, I, I, I wouldn't consider it to be soup because I, for my definition of soup or for the way that I measure soup, it is hot. You can have soup cold, but soup is served hot. I don't. I don't really think there's any soups that I can think of that are that are cold. Gazpacho. I don't, no, I don't know what gazpacho is. It's a cold soup. Um, and, and it, I, I can't comment on it, but maybe maybe that's an exception, or maybe or maybe my categorization isn't proper. But in general, soups are hot. Maybe there's an exception. There's always an exception to the rule. I think in general you're you're definitely right, but there are definitely uh, quite a few cold soups, um, you know, in, in Korea, um, in Spain. Yeah, um, so like that. that's where stuff gets confusing though, because it's it's like, do things really break the English, you know, com- rules, Eng- you know, standard English language rules if they are from other countries? Because the whole etymology of those different dishes, you know, they're 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 completely different. So, like in you know the European kind of languages, they kind of grow out of these ideas, like you know, soup is hot and stuff. And then you have different kind of ideas about that kind of stuff. And then Asia might be speak completely different with their dishes. So. It, 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 it's like what do you call this? Well, I guess it's a soup. Okay, so it, it's a- would that make a calzone a sandwich? Um, a calzone, yeah, a calzone's like a sandwich. Though I, the thing about calzones, though, I don't, I don't think they're technically sandwiches. I think you could call them a sandwich because c- for you know general ease of convenience with uh, categorization. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the thing that differentiates a calzone between you know an actual sandwich is. That sandwiches have no enclosed ends, and that's something I was going to bring up in my definition earlier. But I decided not to because my definition was already stupid and complex. Ah, so a burrito is not a sandwich. No, a burrito is not a sandwich. Uh, Interesting. A burrito is not a calzone though, because a calzone is made with uh, like it's more like a, a breaded thing where burritos are tortilla based. So tortilla is the primary primary. Uh, ingredient or the, the wrapping burritos are only wrapped with tortillas though then again you can get into like little like caveats with that with like i don't know baking burritos or something but that's kind of a stretch what's the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house was it was it put butter in your ear so i put butter in the guest's ear but uh i, I was thinking about that that uh that time and something that happened during that time was uh, I got uh, was it uh, strawberry milkshake syrup sprayed or poured onto me in the shower or you know like he squirted it all over me when I was in the shower which wasn't very effective but it was his revenge for putting butter in his ear that's that's a pretty good one <laughs> oh what about streaking St- streaking 
that that was weird because I don't know why he started streaking because you know he's like let's go streaking it's like okay well we'll, we'll watch and he still did it by himself it's like man <laughs> yeah but we're, we're not we're, we're not gonna ruin this great time here <laughs> and we just heard like the sort of like flapping in the wind which is kind of awkward it's like you remember the sound vividly. It was a little awkward. It was like, okay, that, 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 that's his junk slapping up against the stomach. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's not something you expect, but it's something that you realize you should have expected. <laughs> I, um, I had somebody eat like 50 Slim Jims at my house. That That's strange. I went on eBay <laughs> and bought 100... A hundred pack of uh, those Slim Jims that you can get at like gas stations, two for a dollar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I put them out for everybody while we were all hanging out. And one guy just like went through like half of them by himself. That's kind of a dick. And I was like, really? Okay. Well, really? He takes advantage. I'll say. Holy crap. Hmm. I, I guess I was <laughs> awkward one time. It's like uh, I'm very, very awkward, but that that that's my intention though, because it, it's hard to say you're awkward if you're trying to be awkward, and for, for, for antagonistic. But there's a time where I slept over your house, and you had to be up early for work, so I was hanging out with your brother Nick, and uh, we went to the store, and I bought it's like there's these like a uh, hot salami uh, sausages you could buy at the store and I thought they're really good and also they're like very like uh they're, they're definitely hot but they also had the, like this crazy kind of flavor that was kind of like this like you know made you go oh my god what the it, but you kind of keep eating and uh I, I was kind of bored so I was trying to like entertain myself so I I uh went to the store I bought one of these you know and I was trying to get your brother to eat it the, the whole night, essentially. Like, like Nick, you, you got to eat this hot sausage here. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up, Nate. I changed my answer to that. <laughs> I, I just kept on pressing it, too. It's like, Nate, well, why are you trying to give me this hot sausage? This is kind of weird. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it is weird. When, when are you going to eat it? <laughs> I mean, it's the way I was talking about it and, like, everything, like... The, there was no sexual like overtones or anything implied in my like in the way I was saying I, I, the way I was portraying it was like I just want to see his reaction to eating a hot sausage <laughs> but, but, but the but the way he kept on like asking like like he, he kept on like saying is he, he he was implying it was strange I was asking because there are sexual overtones but he wasn't like being forthright about the sexual overtones so I just disregarded like they didn't exist at all and it made for a lot of you know comedic opportunity for myself yeah, that's pretty fucked, Nate. I, I I used to be more of a troll than I am now. I I have to like uh, you know, really re- re- back. If uh, if peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? Um, nut butter. Uh, maybe nut spread. Yeah, nut spread. Th- th- that sounds like a, a porno move, like nut spread. <laughs> George Washington Carver and his famous nut thread. <laughs> you know, th- 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 this actor really has a nice nut spread here. 
it's famous for. It's not spicy. <laughs> what what would be the creepiest thing you could say to a passing uh, while passing a stranger on the street? Your scent is different today. I was thinking like welcome back or like something like that, but like that's way weirder. <laughs> I was just thinking people get really weirded out when you mention their like their smell. I mean, unless you put some sort of cologne on or something, like and it's very strong. But people get very weird about scent like scent comments on smell. <laughs> you smell different today. <laughs> Like the four weirdest pairing of words possible. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I thought of four. That would be way weirder. Okay, okay. We need to talk. <laughs>